Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of The Uppercut. Um, I think it's our third one this week, so we've been fucking grinding. So shout out to us. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be doing a preview of UFC 281. Uh, we have not done a review preview episode in a while. We've missed our boy Jared Vandera fighting a great fight. Unfortunately, he lost via decision, but shout out to him. Um, yeah, we've missed a little bit, but we're back on track now. We've been doing some fighter interviews. We've got a bunch booked in the future. Um, this UFC card is absolutely insane. So let's get into it. I'm very excited to talk about it. We have Carlos Olberg versus Nikolai uh, Negu Morenu. <laughs> nice, nice. Way, yeah. to avoid a, way to avoid a fucking PR disaster there. Hell yeah. What a tight rope walk, bud. <laughs> uh, great pronunciation by myself. <laughs> We're going to call him Nikolai on the show. Nikolai uh, is an absolute fucking banger. I personally don't know much about Carlos, but Nikolai, I've I've seen him knock some motherfuckers out. He comes in at 13 and one. Carlos comes in at seven and one. Um, Jeff, do you know anything about these guys? And do you have any feelings towards this fight? Yeah, Carlos Olberg, he. Yeah, we talked about him before. He's a city kickbox, city kickbox fighter, oh. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. Izzy and them. But he's that crazy. He's the crazy light heavyweight who's biggest. He knocked the oh, fuck yeah, out yeah. of. Yeah, I don't know who the guy is that he knocked out honestly, but I remember him beating the absolute fuck out of him, and I'm uh, almost positive a mouthpiece. It was, was over the summer, I think. Yeah, it was Taf- Tafon. Oh Jesus! Oh, uh, Nachukwi. <laughs> yes, there you go. Thank you, Mikey. Nachukwi. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Now it was in uh, June, I believe. Yeah, June 25th. So, yeah. Yeah, I completely remember who you're talking about now. Yeah, there's going to be a fucking banger, dude. Uh, Nikolai, Carlos, these guys absolutely beat the shit out of people. So, excited to see them go at it. Mikey, do you have any feelings towards this fight? Nope. Same thing you guys said. Hell yeah. All right. Next fight. I did to see the Dan Hooker video of him trying to say Nikolai's name. Come full circle. Now they're fighting on the same card. Exactly. Oh, my God. It, it's, a, it's a stressful name, dude. I was sweating trying to say it. Um. Next fight, want to highlight uh, Sung Woo Choi versus Michael Trezano. Um, the only reason I wanted to highlight this is Choi has been like he. I like him a lot. He's been on a little bit of a losing streak. I believe he's on a yeah. He's on a two light two loss uh, streak right now. He lost to Kulabau via decision, split decision, and then he lost to Alex Caceres via submission. However, he knocked the fuck out of uh, Julian Julian Arosa. So. Um, he, I, I like, uh, Choi and I think that his back's going to be a little bit against the wall here. So he's going to actually have to like go at it. And, uh, to me, I like him in this spot. Uh, Mikey, do you like Choi in this spot or do you know anything about him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Trezano's the lone wolf, right? With the mullet. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's coming off two losses too. So really, yes, like he's a lone wolf. With it should be an interesting one. Should yeah. put everything out in the octagon. Exactly, uh, Jeff. Yeah, I'm just excited to see this. I mean, we got two dogs in a cage with their backs against the wall. Something's going to happen. Exactly. Next fight, our our collective motherland, uh, Carolina Kovalkiewicz versus Silvana Gomez Juarez. Carolina, I think it's safe to say we're all going for Kovalkiewicz here. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. 
Exactly. Um, this is actually gonna be a great fight. Both these ladies are complete fucking animals, and they'll beat the shit out of each other. And uh, we're all gonna go for our motherland. So shout out Karolina Kovalkiewicz. Next fight, our boy Andre Petrosky, uh, the first ever interviewee on the Uppercut Podcast. Um, honestly, not a great interview because we were very nervous. Well, I was very nervous. Jeff was fine. I was fucking nervous as shit. Um, I fucked it up a lot. But Andre Petrosky takes on Wellington Terman. And it's got to be Petrosky here. He's only 8-2-0, but this dude is an insane grappler. Um, yeah, Jeff, do you disagree? you think it's going to be Terman, or do you have uh, Petrosky winning? Yeah, I, I definitely like Petrosky in this, but it's definitely going to be a like tough one. It's definitely his toughest task yet. Yeah. I mean, Nick Maximoff, as we can see, he didn't really – They kicked him from the UFC, to, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. cut him after that, like – after, yeah, what was his knee right? That blue. Yeah, blue his knee. Yeah, so yeah, I think he's definitely going to have a lot on his plate this fight. But I, I definitely like what you call it, Petrosky. Yeah, in this one. Me too, Mikey. Yeah, I like Petrosky too because he adds a little different element that uh, Wellington can't really bring because he has like that explosive power and a mix of wrestling. Wellington's a little more just like sharp all around you know what i mean he's yeah yeah like jeff said it, it'll be a lot for petrosky to handle but i usually like to side with the guy who can mix in wrestling and has more power very good point uh petrosky's just yeah he's he's a great wrestler great power uh, i can't wait to watch him fight um next fight aaron blanchfield versus molly mccann aaron blanchfield what we've been high on throughout this podcast but i fucking love molly mccann i'm gonna have to bet molly especially when she comes in at plus 310 even though um what Molly's bread and butter is is the fucking stand and bang, and uh, Aaron is better at taking you to the ground and submitting you. So if um, Molly McCann can actually – I don't know what her wrestling really looks like, so I'm a little worried for her, but I'm not going to bet against her. I fucking love Molly McCann. Uh, Mikey, do you agree, or like, what do you feel about this fight? I know – I just think – I think if Molly doesn't get her in either the first round or beginning of the second, really lay it on her, maybe split her open early or put her down early, I think that end of that second into the third is going to be a long fucking drawn out fight for Molly. Yeah. I don't know. I think if she doesn't end it early, it's, it's going to go bad for her. I mean, That's Aaron funny. Blanchfield, who was it? Was it Miranda Maverick that she, or am I thinking of the wrong person? That she just won. No, not. No, yeah, it was Miranda Aldridge. Maverick. Or, yeah, no. but before that was Miranda Maverick. Yep. She fucking manhandled Miranda Maverick. And Miranda Maverick yeah. is an elite wrestler. Like, she's a fucking animal. And Blanchfield tossed her around like a fucking rag doll. So Molly better come out hot and try to end it early. Yeah, she's on a six-fight win streak, Blanchfield is. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. You're completely – I completely agree with that. Uh, Jeff? Yeah, I'm kind of worried for fucking Meatball. To be honest, I mean, she's, she's not playing the role as, as, like, opener for, like, Patty, which, as we've seen, has been great to her career. I mean yeah. – we, I, it's hard to like. I hate having to connect them to all the time because I mean they're their own people and shit, and they're both amazing fighters themselves. But like Molly, literally, she was on such a bad streak until Patty came into UFC, and now she fucking skyrocketed, and her stock's never been higher. So Man. she's got a she's got a big t- tough task ahead of her now. 
And yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of scared for it. But I definitely – yeah, I took the money on the meatball. I can't Hell say yeah. no. What am I, crazy? <laughs> I fucking love the meatball, dude. She, I think she might be my favorite female fighter. So, yeah, shout out Molly McCann. Hopefully one day she's a dream interview for us for sure. Um, Next fight, Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Spann. These are two huge motherfuckers going at it. Dominic Reyes is minus 220. Ryan Spann plus 180. I have no idea how this fight's going to go. I just know it's going to be an absolute fucking banger. Mikey, how do you feel about that? I like the underdog on this one. I, I like Ryan Spann a lot. I don't think Reyes, he has not looked right since losing to John Jones. What was that two, three years ago now? Yeah. He just yeah. hasn't looked, he has not looked like in his stride. And Ryan Spann is fucking dangerous. And I was watching uh, the, the pre-fight interviews, a great quote from Ryan Spann. I'm not the shooter. I'm the bullet. And I believe that <laughs> I believe that quote's going to hold dude. some fucking weight. And he's another Fortis guy. You know, the Fortis guys show us love, so I'm showing love back for sure. He trains Fuck with yeah. Damon Jackson and uh and uh Ocho. Oh, okay. Fuck that, dude. Let's go Ryan Span, dude. Fuck yeah. They show us hella love. <laughs> we love those boys. Um Jeff, do you agree? Are you gonna show love to the fucking guys that show us love? Yeah, no doubt. I'm I'm definitely going with Superman on this one. Let's go. I mean, same thing that Mikey said. Dominic Reyes hasn't looked the same. I mean, he's got he got bit by that snake, John Jones, dude. He yep. does that through some careers. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it really is. Um. Yeah. To to talk about his last, uh, Dominic Reyes is on a two fight or th- sorry three fight loss streak. He lost to John Jones for the belt. He lost to Jan Blachowicz for the belt, and then he lost to uh, Yuri Prohaska. So he has fought like top tier competition. So maybe. He gets it done, but dude, Ryan Spann's gym has shown much fuck love. We're not betting against that shit. Let's go, Ryan. Um, <clears throat> next fight is uh that we want to talk about is Dan Hooker versus Claudio Puelles. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know about Claudio, but I I know about Dan Hooker. I'm a big Dan Hooker fan. I'm gonna take the Dan Hooker um money line, even though he's a favorite here. Um, he's on a two loss, uh. Two loss streak. He lost to Arnold Allen and Islam Makhachev. Um, he just lost via KO, so that's a little scary. But yeah, I fucking love Dan Hooker, so I'm gonna take him. Jeff, do you are you gonna take Dan Hooker? Or are you scared? Yeah, nah, I'm I'm rocking with it as well. I mean, I feel like there's another situation where I shouldn't be betting with my heart, but fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> Remember it. when I said I wasn't going to do that shit again? Yeah, I'm Who doing it fuck? again. Life Give is me short. Dan Hooker. Yeah, life is short, dude. Bet with your heart. Uh, Mikey? Hangman. Hell yeah. Mikey, you betting the hangman? Yeah, I'm taking the hangman for sure. Claudio is a fucking tough wrestler, but, you know, sometimes you see matchups and compare records. Sometimes losses are against such good people, they outweigh the opponent's wins. Like, Claudio is on what, like a five-win UFC? I think just in the UFC, a five-win streak. But like you said, fucking Arnold – or fucking Arnold – uh, Hooker's only losing to Arnold Allen, Islam, Chandler, Poirier. Like, he's not losing the fucking scrubs. I don't see him losing this. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, no, he's not losing the scrubs at all. He's lost to very solid players. Um, and yeah, I I like that point a lot. The next fight, um, Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Oh, this might you, be my. F- you missed Frankie Edgar retirement oh, fight, man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I completely skipped over the Frankie Ed- Edgar retirement fight. That is the next fight. Um, we fucking love Frankie Edgar. Um, we're gonna take his money line. Fuck it, plus one ninety. This is a full heart betting. Um, 
uh, UFC card right here. I'm betting Frankie Edgar. I'm betting Andre Petrosky. I'm betting Molly McCann. I'm betting Ryan Spann. Let's fucking go. Uh, this is a Frankie Edgar retirement match. He's already talked about it unless something mir- some miracle happens. Um, I think he's going to leave it all out on the ring because he's retiring. Um, yeah, I fucking love Frankie Edgar, and I can't wait to see him leave it all out there. Um, I can't wait to see him drop the gloves at the end, you know, do the whole fucking Undertaker glove in the ring situation. Uh, Mikey, do you think that that gets done, or what do you think happens? Uh, yeah, I do. I think it's going to be a storybook ending. I can't fucking wait to see it either. And I was really, really starting to get worried that he was going to take, like, the fucking cowboy route where they just fight for so long. And you're like, dude, you got to give it up because you're just getting your fucking ass whooped. Mm -hmm. Because it was starting to not look good for Frankie towards the end. So I'm glad he's calling it quits. And he gets to do it in New York City. He's from New Jersey. So this is about the closest you're going to get outside of, like, Atlantic City. Yep. uh, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of scared for him, but y'all motherfuckers kind of hyped me up on him. Yeah, I, I I can't wait. I hope it's a storybook ending for the boy. Me too. He's the fucking man. Uh, yeah, Frankie Edgar, shout out. Hopefully, we can get you on the pod one day. We might actually be able to. So shout out. Um, next fight. This is the fight I I skipped to. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Two of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I have absolutely no idea what's gonna happen. I just know I'm gonna fucking love every second of it. I think. And yeah, Jeff, what do you feel about this one? Yeah, I definitely feel a fucking an absolute brawl on hand. I mean, this hopefully fight a year contender. And I mean, since it's been announced, it's another one where I've just went back and forth on who yep. I think is going to win. And I, I think I like Mike. Okay. I'm rocking like with that. Mike. Yeah. I think he has a little bit better wrestling. I think he's going to be a little more explosive for a three-round fight to actually put damage on in three rounds rather than, you know, have pick pick apart someone over five like Dustin does. Okay, I like it. Um, This is going to be the... uh, So Madison Square Garden is where Mike took on Justin Gaethje in that all-timer, so... Yeah. And he, they're both promising blood. I'm so fucking excited. Uh, Mikey, do you have any... Do you have a pick for this fight, or what do you feel about it? Uh, I I was really, really, like Jeff said, I was going back and forth. I was really riding Poirier, but I completely agree. I think that three-rounder is going to be a lot for Poirier. I'm not – and these both these guys te- have a tendency to, like, eat shots. Like, they yeah. just fucking yeah. eat shots as they give them out. It's going to be so fun. I know. I'm yeah, wondering awesome. if Poirier's chin can hold up for three rounds fighting Chandler. I hope it can because – I'd rather see Poirier win, to be honest, because I think he'll give him a better run at Islam than Mike would if that's going to be the next fight. But I'm not sure. You're just going to be sitting on the edge of your seat the whole time watching Dustin pick him apart, but then you're going to be waiting for just a fucking bomb to explode from Chandler. It's going to be so good. It's going to be must-watch. Must-watch. I'm so fucking excited. Um, Next fight is also pretty must-watch. Carla Esparza versus Zhang Weili. Zhang Weili. Zhang Weili. Molly McCann. Those two are my favorite fucking female fighters. Zhang is a fucking beast. I can't wait to watch her fight again. Um, I like Zhang in this one. Carla Esparza. Um, I, I just like Zhang, dude. Zhang's a whole different fucking level. Uh, Mikey, do you, do you disagree? Do you agree? What do you feel? No, I like Zhang, too. I think Esparza's just showing more and more each fight. She's so fucking one-dimensional, dude. Yeah. Like, she's a hell of a fucking wrestler, but that's, like, about it. Yeah, Zhang keeps showing that she can do it all. I think Zhang wins, and I think we'll end up seeing the uh, 
Doug Rose and fucking Zhang three. I can't fucking wait, dude. I love I love that shit. Uh, Zhang Zhang's so fucking big, so muscular, so strong. Um, like you said, she's not one dimensional at all. But Carla's a little bit one dimensional. I I love Zhang in this spot. Jeff, do you like Zhang? Yeah. Uh, fucking. Yeah, this Max earlier was probably the first time fucking Carla Esparza's name has ever been in the same sentence as must watch. Yeah. Especially after that <laughs> fucking shit performance last time. Dude, <laughs> but the Zang, the Zang, it's all Zang. Zang? I, I can't wait. I hope she, like, I feel bad saying this, but I hope she punishes her for that fucking terrible <laughs> performance last time. Hell yeah, dude. dude. Are you talking I about the, the split with Rose? Yes. No, no, no. am I? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That was bad. That was terrible. I can still smell that pile of shit now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, she's much much, must watch totally because of Zang. That's what I meant. But yes, you're right. And a Zang Thelgros 3 would be must watch too. Oh my god, dude. That's both. I think that's both ended and finishes so far. I can't fucking wait, dude. I'm so. is, Is in the rumor mill for that division? Max and Mike, fucking Joanna might come back. I, I know. heard about that. I, I heard. heard. Dude, I don't know if she will. She she scared, talked bro. herself out of it. She talked that herself. Knockout out of was it. pretty. How bad. fucking old is she? Beautiful young lady. No, she's not young. I mean, I don't know. She's, <laughs> she's a great fighter. But the thing is, she's a Polak just like us. Uh, we love. Joanna and I think she talked herself off the ledge. She was gonna go back in. She said she stopped herself from uh actually going back. So I don't know. I would love to see uh, actually I wouldn't love to see it because I don't think Joanna can keep up honestly anymore. Um no, I, I don't like when they go back. Yeah, I don't like when they go back and they keep can't keep up at all. It's fucking hard to years. watch. Yeah, keep the years. Like that's the years you can use on earth. Like you don't need to go get more CTE. That's kind of fucked. Um final fight. I'm so fucking excited for this fight. Izzy versus Alex Pereira. Love Izzy. He's been annoying recently, but I still love him. Alex Pereira has been pissing me off, dude. Alex has been act- acting like he already fucking won. Um, he's been talking a lot of shit. I'm I'm in Izzy's corner for this. Alex Pereira won, but if you watch back, if you especially if you look at Dan Hardy's like breakdowns, um, he he explains that basically Pereira won. Um, well. Izzy won that first decision, I guess, but it, it, but Alex stole it, and then uh, Izzy was winning the second fight, and Alex snuck a knockout over him, and that's how he got it. And that was with ten ounce gloves. It's obviously going to be with the UFC. I think they're four ounce gloves, um, so a little bit smaller. Um, yeah, I love Izzy in this spot. Alex Pereira has been fucking annoying me with all this trash talk and all that. So uh, he acts like he already won. He acts like he should be here, uh, even though. He honestly has not that great of a resume so far. So I'm going with Izzy in this one. Uh, Mikey, are you going with Izzy or how are you feeling? Yeah, I do think this it's going to be tough for him, though, because Whitaker had some success striking against him in the last fight. And I had to check just to make sure Whitaker's got a 73-inch reach. Prayer's got a 79-inch reach. So he's going to have a little, little bit of a struggle. But I think Izzy is just entering slowly entering that spectrum where it's truly going to take, like, like, I mean, it's going to take like a Leon crazy head kick yeah. or an Islam caliber fighter or or just age. It's going to take something like that to knock him off his 
block, and I just don't see Pereira being that yet. Yeah, and he's not he's not gonna be able to do it again if he doesn't do it now. He's like thirty five or thirty six. So mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you're kind of this is a one shot for Alex, and I don't think he's gonna show up. I wouldn't be surprised by like the third round if you see fucking Alex not looking scared like a deer in headlights, but looking like how he had ear looking, where he like just that. looked lost. Yeah, like like, lost. He, like just yeah, yeah. I mean, he just he plays a distance, so he leaves you lost. He leaves you with nothing to do. Like he's tripping, honestly, to be completely honest. He's just like tripping in the ring. He's like all over the fucking place. Like, is he so confusing? Um, your thoughts jumble over each other. Like it's it's hard to fight against him. Um, I, I agree with that analysis. Uh Jeff, do you agree, or disagree? Yeah, I feel like he could have fucking what you call it, stuck and like all over just by his speed and his fucking in his defense has just gotten so much better since they last fought. But, I mean, it's kind of scary because Alex Pereira's got that one equalizer is that fucking power, dude. Yeah. I mean, that shit's unstoppable. I mean, if you hear Joe Rogan say it, you've heard enough. I mean, he's fucking, he's got otherworldly power, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's scary because you can always get caught. Especially in this stand-up battle, which we are ninety percent, ninety-nine percent sure we're going to see. Who knows? Because fucking Cyril Gon versus Francis was a fucking wrestling match. True. <laughs> Whatever it is, though, I'm so fucking excited to watch. Uh, this is going to be an insane card. So many great fighters on it. Can I'm we? So- can we touch on the the Krause cheat or what? Um. Okay. So when I said, <laughs> let's talk about that. So I sent you guys that link. That was actually huge because apparently what happened was James Krause was in the corner of, oh, shit. What was that fight? Derek Minner. Yes. He was in Minner's corner, and he was on, oh, fuck. I I think it was like 4chan or Twitch or something. Him and another coach, or sorry, his betting partner, James Krause, and James Krause and his betting partner were on, I believe it was Twitch. They were saying to bet on Minner and – um. Suddenly, the the uh, Vegas got like a random bump in the other guy who was fighting him in the first round K, uh, first round like TKO uh, area of betting. They got a random bet or random bump in bets in that scenario, and then obviously Minner throws a couple of leg kicks and then gets injured and then gets knocked out in the first round. Um, Kraus was promoting it. His his uh the other coach was promoting it. It's a little fishy. Kraus is known to be in the hole for like a couple mil or a thousand. He's known to like ask fighters for money to pay out because um, he's a huge gambler. Um, it came out that they did an investigation. They didn't find anything wrong, but it's just something to be aware of because the whole reason that Dana said that fighters can't fight or can't bet on their own fight or coaches or anything like that is because of James Kraus. So just be on the lookout for that for that. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to know what happened. I also don't quote me on this at all. I also heard it on podcast this morning. They were saying that Derek Minner bet on it too. I don't know if that's true yes. at all. Oh, well, because it, it was all over Twitch that you should take the uh, the other guy in the first. Yeah, round. he like bet on himself to lose. Oh, Minner did. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard this Man, morning. I don't know. If, if that's true, I don't know. He came, basically, he was injured as fuck and came in, so, and they, like, knew he was injured, and he, and it was with that leg, and then he threw those kicks and immediately fucking aggravated it, and it was done. So, I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, 
that's just the facts. Uh, that's all we can talk about right now. They apparently they did an investigation into it and they found Kraus not being guilty, but it is well known that Kraus is a avid like a, a gambling addict and asks for money a lot from like different teammates and fighters and all that shit. So be on the lookout. Dude, that's for that. fucked up too. If so, because yeah. if he's his coach and then he put him in there knowing he's hurt to like potentially prolong and make their injury worse just to win a little money you're a fucked up piece of shit dude yeah and i'm not saying that's what he did but if so you're a fucking absolute scumball exactly if that's the scenario that's fucked up um we don't know what the scenario is but i completely agree with you mikey like that is a very fucked up scenario um i respect james kraus i like watching him off tough and all that like i'm i'm a big fan of him i know he's a great coach um I don't know. I've just, I, there's like, this is like deep MMA Twitter stuff and like MMA Reddit and all that shit saying that he's like in the hole. We obviously like talking to like being able to interview fighters and people like associated with fighting. We know that obviously the internet lies a shit ton. So we don't know what the actual situation is, but if it is what we've heard off of uh, the internet could be the situation that you're talking about, Mikey. And if so, that's completely fucked up. I agree. Um, I did hear that the whole reason. Remember a couple of weeks ago, Dana White came out about the bet. No one who like fights or is associated yeah. with fighting can bet. Mm-hmm. I heard that was about James Krause. I could be wrong about that, but um, when that came out, a bunch of people were saying this is all about James Krause, and he's well known for like betting on his own shit. So, yeah. Oh yeah, he is a betting guru. This says. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's it's. Man, a I'll tell you story. what, when he gets too much in the hole, once he starts fucking squealing in a book or movie, he's yeah. gonna have some stories to tell. They're gonna be fire. So I can't wait. I can't wait because <laughs> apparently he's he's hitting on Laura Seiko too. So uh, might be even crazier. Shit, guys, remember uh, Pride FC? Like, imagine he was doing this in Pride, bro. You'd be in the hole with the yakuza, be losing fingers. <laughs> and shit. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. But um <clears throat> yeah, I'm so excited for this fucking uh UFC two eighty one. It's gonna be an absolute banger. Do you guys have anything else you want to say before we end it? No. I'm just fucking excited for this. Let's go fucking I'm pumped too. Let's I'm go. pumped. Let's I'm go. Glad we got more fucking guys coming on for interviews. Yeah. All good. Third, third episode in a week. We're gonna have uh, a review of two eighty one. We're gonna be having how many how many fighters do we have set up for next week, Mikey? Uh, right now that should be this weekend or next weekend. We have our first international hell yeah fighter coming on from overseas. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so we got one more. Um, I I'm sure we'll be getting more before the weekends and, uh, yeah. So be on the lookout for more fighters coming on, um, be on the lookout for the, uh, the review, be on the lookout for another preview, all that jazz. Uh, thank you all for listening so much. We appreciate you all. And yeah, we will be back next week.